0: And so what I've really come to learn about in this season is that you can never, ever go wrong by having the desire to obey God radically. So, like, even if you didn't get it perfectly right, if you missed the mark or wasn't the right one, God will always honor your radical attempt to obey, no matter what it is. And he's so good and he's so sovereign and so creative that he will make everything work because he sees you as his son, his kid, his daughter, trying to do everything you can to obey him and live radically for him. So he's just way, I like using the word gooder. (laughs) He's He's way gooder gooder than you think he is. Like, he's so good.
1: Hey, welcome to the Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. St. Ignatius said, The glory of God is man fully alive. Jesus said, It is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit. This podcast is here to bring God glory through you becoming fully alive and you bearing much fruit or having powerful results in your life. I believe you can use your unique gifts and talents to change the world. If you listen to this show and read our blogs, You will be inspired to take your own journey of faith to become a man or woman who is fully alive, making an impact in the world around you. I interview people that I think are awesome that are doing that today to inspire and to challenge you. You can do the same. Let's get rolling.
0: Yeah, I think we showed up. I think we showed up. In the airport in Kona, we got off the plane with six hundred dollars to our name, Something like six hundred dollars like in our account. That's wow. all. That's all we owned as a family. And like she said, not really though. And you know, it's like negative when you got student loans. least. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and so we had six hundred dollars, and they were that night expecting the first payment of ten grand you know, for school, and we just showed up, like, completely bought our tickets and flew their own faith.
1: So, now, now <laughs> that I remember a little bit of this story, so, why did you, was it, were, were you kind of like, I think this is the best decision, or was it sort of like, buy your tickets? No. No, we
2: felt bad. like, the like, I was like, no, we have to buy our tickets. We knew that, like, we had to buy our tickets, and then more would come in, and that's what happened, but we, even if, we didn't really know how YWAM works, and they accept a lot of people, it's not, like, super hard to get into mm-hmm. their, their programs, but we were completely prepared to fly to Kona, even if we didn't, because we knew that we needed to be there. So even if the, all we had was plane tickets there and we couldn't pay our tuition, we were still going to be in Kona. Mm-hmm. So
0: Yeah, that was kind of an interesting thing. Like people, <laughs> It's so funny when people try to come at it with logic, and there's nothing wrong with logic, but it doesn't work that way all the time in the kingdom. Everything's mm-hmm. upside down. Yeah, And so literally we heard Kona, you know, and so people were like, oh, you know, what if you don't get accepted or... Has it always been your quote unquote? People always use the word dream. Has it always been your dream to go to Waimea? Like, dude, I didn't even know about YWAM until like <laughs> a month ago. Like, we're supposed to go to Kona, and so we bought plane tickets to the city of Kona in Hawaii. Oh, and like wow. Whether we got accepted or not, we were going to that city, getting off the plane, and then asking, "Now what, got? Yeah. Like we were, we were prepared to stand in the airport and say, "What next?" And just see what God had for after that. Because now does you guys got to be yeah. unified if you're going to do something.
1: Yeah. Like that. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah.
0: You know, that's got to be
1: mm-hmm. so where are you? I mean, Crazy did you have conviction. that same kind of conviction too? Or... Oh, yeah.
2: I said, we're going. Yeah. <laughs> she had the yeah. stronger, she was saying, yeah. Wow. No, they're yeah. Both, yeah. yeah you're... Case
0: is very, with anything like this, Case is very, like, black and white. Like, she's more, like, I don't know guess she used type A, but more black and white with things. And so, and with her faith, it's like when she hears something, it just is what it is. And I'm the one that can get like swirly in a bad way sometimes. <laughs> to work at Are all? we shifting yeah. in the spirit, you know? <laughs> like, no, they said suitcases. That's a real thing, you know? <laughs> okay. Okay. It. Yep, so got it. so you got
1: so you got off the plane and you have six hundred dollars in your name. What happened between then and what happened? Well what did they just say okay?
0: It was like a,
2: oh yeah. They said we've seen this we see this all the time, it'll come in.
0: Huge testimony to YWAM. Yes. They didn't even like bat an eyelash.
2: They're like, Okay, They're they like, gave like, us our room keys. And we headed up to our room
0: <laughs> with, <laughs> with your suitcases. Wait, 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 let me say No, no, no. we
2: had a lot of reluctance. I told them,
0: like, for real, I, I, I want to take a second to just say, like, I, I admired their fate so much. Like, I was so blown away. Like, they're like, all right, do you have your first payment? It's, you know, everybody's sitting down at the tables doing their first payments on their tuition. Like, it's arrival day. Nope. And they're like, okay, well, then they go away and have a, like, discussion with the higher-ups or whatever, and they come back, and they're really trying to work things for us, like, being super kind, and they're like, do you just have $1,000, like, 1000 just to put down so we can get your, like, get you your room and get you started in your classes? I said, nope. <laughs> I was like, as one guy put it, he was like, you should just told them you don't even have money for, like a, Coke. like, a Coke. Like, I don't have money for, like, a soda. And, like, so... Literally, we told them no to that, and they didn't even like flinch. They said, "Well, we see this all the time. God takes care of it every time. You're going to be fine. Here, come in." They gave us a room, got us started, wow. just with no payment. That's They're so like, "It's cool. going to happen. That's just how they operate." And like, we've seen time and time again, God honor the way that they roll, the way that they see things, and <laughs> the way they see faith. And so they weren't even like thrown off by it. Okay, like, okay, great. Well, get ready to watch God move. And we're like, all right, and they just sent us off to our room and got started with classes right away. <laughs> you guys are encouraged, you get your key, mm-hmm. you get started.
1: What did you step into? Cuz a lot of people don't know anything about yeah, we fine didn't. fragrance,
0: <laughs> any, any of that stuff. Yeah, we didn't either. So a man. whirlwind. What did we walk into? Do you, I sad? don't even
2: know how to put that into some of the best <laughs> teaching I've ever experienced, just like practical teaching from the Bible. Um I didn't even know that that was going to be like, every week we would learn, we would focus on something else. So like one week would be, um, spiritual giftings, but they also activate it. So you'd learn about it. And then for a day you'd go downtown and actually do it, Mm -hmm. practice it. And so just like, uh, some of the best teaching and actually like activation and actually, uh, living out what the Bible is telling us that I've ever seen.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it'd be literally like, okay, you read a scripture about like evangelizing or evangelism and then it would be like, okay, this is what the Bible says about it. Do we all agree? Does everybody see this? And everybody would be like, yeah, totally. You know, amen or whatever. And they'd be like, okay. And they would just close the book and be like, let's go. Like, where are we going? We're going downtown. We're going to do this. We're going to evangelize right now. you are like, oh, wow. It's very much like hands-on, like, you know, or do you believe that you can hear God and get words for people, words of knowledge and... They'd read it to you, read about the gifts in Corinthians, and be like, yeah, there it is. I'm like, okay, everybody stand up. We're going to form a line. You're going to practice right now. We're going to ask God and see if God tells you anything about your neighbor or your friend. And, like, we would just, right there on the spot, just do it. And just try it out. And then people would just get, us included, completely blown away. But, like, it's, this really is this simple. And it's <laughs> not,
2: right, it's not meant, it's, it really it's works made this way. simple. It's not meant to be difficult. We make it so difficult.
1: The um, Do you think that uh oh gosh uh, we we sit around and learn a ton we do just as american christians or just mm-hmm. you sit yeah. around you listen 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 yeah, listen yeah, but yeah. you don't do a lot yeah.
0: yeah but you
1: learn a lot yeah i mean do you feel like that i mean it's basically the secret sauce is oh yeah doing you know do the yeah. faith
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah we've had this conversation a lot since being back um I think it's just like, even, even coming back, it's easy to just get in the swing of things and not like, but we're called to actually go do what the Bible says. So it's, I think that the more you do, the easier it becomes. And it just becomes a lifestyle rather than something we talk about.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't know. But yeah, I would say that for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just met a guy the other day that said, if someone has a gift and it's not expressed, the person becomes depressed. And I think it's that way in Christianity. I think we're all given supernatural gifts. And I think we just sit around all the time learning about the gifts and get spiritually bloated. <laughs> we don't we don't get out and exercise it and actually do it yeah. and get it out. And it's a way to stay physically healthy by actually exercising. Why wouldn't it be the same way spiritually? It's basically how it works. That's, yeah. And that's kind of some creative license there. <laughs> no, that that makes total, sense. No, it makes total sense. Yeah. So,
1: so what what is that community? Um, and I've heard a little bit, but I just want to hear from you guys. I mean, what are they believing for? What are, what is yeah. what's going on? You know, yeah. and
0: what did you guys step into? Yeah. YWAM's whole mission is to know God and to make Him known, and so that's what they're all about there. No matter what you know, sub-school or secondary school you're a part of, YWAM, globally, there's, you know, 1,200 bases around the world, and that's what they believe for, is just intimacy and friendship with God, and then to cultivate that very same thing throughout the nations with everybody. So that's their end goal, that everybody would know God as a friend and not as a religion or some far-off figure. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah.
1: awesome. The uh, So you, uh, you found a bunch of people that uh, did some crazy stuff by faith, I guess. <laughs> not not just you oh Oh, no
2: no. it was like we (laughs) we we stepped into a tent full of the same exact people (laughs) yeah
0: yeah Yeah, that's awesome you found a bunch of people just campus wide who have the same testimony or crazier you know it's like you no longer have this crazy testimony you're just the average person like everybody else there so it's like super encouraging you know you can't really like you can't be like well we sold our house you know for what we believe god was doing and you can't have any pride because the person next to your breakfast was beaten in Afghanistan for three years for their fate or something crazy. You yeah. literally had you know sticks shoved under their fingernails like torture style, like just these wild things. And you're, you're sitting over there with your breakfast sausage like we, we sold our house.
2: Our <laughs> new like, house. Yeah,
0: I mean it was really nice. Huh? I
2: am. <laughs>
1: Uh, so, so you guys do this DTS, learning about God. You're mm-hmm. getting activated, mm-hmm. and uh, and then yeah. tell me
0: about outreach. What's what's what was that phase? You want to talk about it? Or?
2: No, you can go.
0: <laughs> we ended up getting sent to Norway for outreach, which was awesome. Is that right? <laughs> That's fine. Uh, we, we got a little
1: goldfish action on the side. <laughs> <stomach. laughs> this is real life.
0: This is real life. Real yeah.
2: Real life co- podcast. Um, oh.
0: So yeah, we went we went no. to Norway, which is which was awesome and beautiful and, um, yeah. What do I even want to say about? If <laughs> I just laugh. Uh. Anyway, we,
2: so. so it was just us and one other family that was a part of Firing and Fragrance. And both of the families were put on the Norway team. And we were one of the only traveling teams. Oh, so Wow. I know. Yeah. So that was a major adventure. But it was awesome. It was not anything I would ever choose. But now experiencing it is like a once in a lifetime. Wow. Um, we were able to work with uh, refugees. We were able to do... Uh, we were able to do, like, high school ministry. Um, we did, like, prayer, like, weeks full of, like, prayer um, morning sets. We did. We were able to do, like, a huge gamut of things
0: yeah. while
2: we were there, especially because it was a first world country. And so, you know, there was lots of possibilities there. Yeah. But there's lots of opportunities, and there is a lot of refugees coming through there. So that that was one of my favorite things. One of the things we did there were called friendship dinners. And mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they Zep invite. And I, all- I like those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they invite um, all these refugees from all over. They bus them in. And it's really just to, like, be together because they're kind of secluded. Right. They're, they're taken very well care of, but um, they're kind of secluded. So they're bused into these YWAM bases um, once a month and just served a really nice mm. dinner and a night of oh, that's so um, cool. just, like, entertainment. They, get, they allow them to go up on yeah. stage and sing, like, their own culture songs. And yeah. it's really neat. Um, but then we were also able to just go and hang out with the kids there at the actual refugee camps. And so our kids just were able to play with them and spend the day there. Yeah. Wow. just like wreck areas but then we also did like went to schools and just like hung out with the schools there are colleges yeah, all, all over the place high schools and coffee shops we did a lot of yeah things. we went to high mm-hmm. schools
0: and did something called Roast a christian and where they could just come and ask any questions they wanted to um to us they were encouraged to bring their hardest questions they might have about christianity and they could just ask our team whatever they wanted to And so they would come in trying to, like, roast us or burn us or whatever. And then we had the opportunity to actually, like, have conversation and have dialogue with them about some of these questions that I know just people are not willing to answer, or willing to even talk about. Yes. I was there as, like, a 16, 17-year-old, like, genuinely wanting answers. Yeah, sometimes having, like, a bite to my question, have a little edge to it, a little attitude. But I actually wanted somebody to be able to dialogue with me. So going into those schools was uh, really cool and into a nation like Casey said that was first world and way more cerebral and heady kind of more like america in a lot of yeah. ways as opposed to going to a third world nation so um that was really really fun and doing worship nights and everything was a major highlight a lot of street ministry yeah praying for people in the street worshipping in the streets so what was it like as a family so you you family, know a lot yeah. of a lot of you know young people
1: that go they got you know nothing to lose or whatever yeah you know? <laughs> and so you, know, you got family you got kids you're giving up you know yeah. giving up or gaining however you look at it so yeah. what was it like ministering as a family and being in that kind of environment uh,
0: my buddy Chris the other family that was in fire and fragrance with us put it the best way he said the families are gonna slow uh, are gonna slow everyone down and then all the singles are gonna speed us up and it's good for both of us you know we kind of balance each other out so Uh, Having the family there for all the singles, I think it was really special for them to have an atmosphere of family It kind of rooted them and reminded them of home and it was kind of endearing And and it was like a a warm feeling to them And then for us to have all the singles just moving and grooving was convicting Not to get too comfortable and too settled And so it pushed us to always like Push ourselves and to see our kids praying for people And uh, just playing with kids in the street, playing with other children in the refugee camps And um I really can't think of a better way to have our children be raised. So we were like super excited to go to other nations with them and to do these things.
1: From Norway to now, like okay. what's what's going on where he, what's next? Hmm. So
2: yeah. going, I don't we didn't have any like preconceived notions about what would be after cuz we knew how quickly the Lord told us to go to Kona. So we didn't know that we'd end up back there. We were kind of feeling like We would probably end up back there for a season, but even all through Norway, we hadn't heard clearly from, like, we hadn't heard clearly, and so we weren't, like, saying, yes, we're going to do this, yes, we're going to do that, but then when we got back from Norway, we went back to Kona, um, after you, after we spent time in Norway, everyone meets back up in Kona for a couple weeks before they go home, so we were back there, and when we were back there, um, some things were presented to us that were Mm -hmm. kind of confirmation to things that we had been feeling and had been spoken over us while we were doing our DTS. So, I don't Mm.
0: know if you want to chime in. Yeah. So, right now, we'll be going back to Kona in September as staff with Kona Music. So, Kona Music staff. So uh, As
2: full-time missionaries.
0: Yes, full-time missionaries, but pioneering, quote-unquote, the sound of sin. And so, we're going back to uh, recruit a band and start a Kona Music band and write and record and produce an album this year to mobilize the church worldwide to seek and save the lost. So sort of like a call to action sound, uh, not just vertical worship or intimacy worship, but actually like a worship that's a call to go.
1: So uh, awesome. when it is awesome, when I yeah. first heard Lindy Cohen,
0: yeah, the cool. thing
1: that was so amazing about it, yeah, you think about Bethel, you think about Hillsong, you yeah. think about all these different worship movements, it was a, it was um, it was a sound of sin. Yeah. It, yeah. It yeah. Acti- yeah. it was an activating it was active it was an activating it was like mm-hmm. go. Yes, and that's Walk the word. By yeah that's true
2: go. Yes. do yes. it. Yes. Versus uh,
0: there's
1: just it's just a different
0: yeah DNA in yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the way that it was described uh, to us like by Andy. It's what he's kinda envisioning was a a sound of activism. It's the two words he used the most are activism and mobilization. Mm-hmm. So that's really what we're going for with the sound. It's kind of like you, it's impossible for you to stand there and hear it or experience it without feeling that like push from the Holy spirit mm-hmm. to go now into all nations that's true. and to make disciples, you know? <laughs> so what, what, um, there's been some
1: that I've heard, but they are believing that God is sending people. Yeah. Oh
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like particularly now, like with sort of, uh, um, kind of the call movement, which mm-hmm. I've been, you know, you know, been around since mm. 2007. She went to uh, Azusa now, mm-hmm. yeah. just uh, about a year and a half oh, that's ago. Awesome. But that so move cool. migrating to a sending movement, mm-hmm. yeah, a prayer movement sending moving to a missions mobilization movement, yeah. I and mean, I was just Absolutely. like, okay,
0: that's the hand of God. I believe it's already yeah. starting, yeah,
2: like big time, oh, big time, mm-hmm. big
0: time. We've been seeing like birth pains of it and murmurs of it, even in local churches, even around here. Like, you see people's language shifting now. Of, like, you know, at first it was, like, the cutesy, like, we got to get out the side the four walls. I'm like, I know that sounds awesome, but, like, mm-hmm. now it's getting real for people. We're, like, people were actually almost getting uncomfortable not living out the book of Acts now. Yeah. Not living out modern church. And there's starting to be, like, this tension. There's, like, a great divide and people are falling to one side or the other. Of Like, there starts to be this tension of what do you really believe, you know? Is this thing real, this... Ark of the New Covenant, these signs, miracles, and wonders, like this thousands being added to the kingdom per day? Or do you think that was just for them? You know, there's like this tension, and I think it's an awesome tension because the fruit that it's leaving is people that are 100% completely surrendered, like sold out to whatever Jesus wants. People are completely laying down their dreams for whatever God Mm -hmm. wants. And so we're really seeing lukewarm Christianity go down the drain. We're seeing a whole new generation of... Fiery ones rising up. <laughs> so, it's super encouraging. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna start singing right now.
1: <laughs> Here do we it. go. Do it. do the song.
0: <laughs> the um the.
1: As far as what God kind of kind of presented to you guys and kind of what you're going to be stepping into, and, and, and I'll just say right now, people can invest in this. People can yeah. say, yes, I want to partner with you. I want to be a part of that sound. Yeah. I want to be a part of the thousands and thousands of missionaries that are going to get mobilized to the nations, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Amen. Yes. I want to be a part of it. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes.
1: <laughs> Woo! The, um, the, uh, how, d- was there some special things along the way that the Lord was like, see, See, you know, you kind of, you gave this up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So can you give, give me a little, give us a little bit there of that kind of insight.
2: I would say that the Lord just would just like kind of pull us out and just kind of like point us out. And he doesn't have to, but he's that good. I mean, there's so many people there that um, did what we did or even greater. Mm -hmm. It's like you step into it. And like Mm -hmm. Scotty said, you have no like right anymore. Like all (laughs) your pride is gone because everyone's done it. Yeah. But, um, That's how it should be. Right. You know, it's awesome. And so, but he would just kind of point us out. We've had people, we had people call us out in, in front of the whole school, just saying... Um, I listened to him. Giving, like, yeah, giving words for us. We heard us. Yeah, Teo, yeah, yeah. And so that we, happened we, a couple just... times. And so it was just like the, it was just the Lord just the being car. like, see, see, you did this and I, it's, it's a father is what it is. Because he's a father. Yeah. And yeah. that's a father's heart. So... Those things happened, and just like we experienced so much favor while we were there that we mm-hmm. had no idea. We yeah. weren't expecting that. We are just a part of a sea of people. But we're in Kona. That's what we're here to do. Right. <laughs> yeah. we, right. we came exactly. to this And town so we just city. experienced so much favor, even in leadership and under some of the most amazing, humble leadership I've been under. Yeah. Just open handed leadership Fearless. that wants you to come yeah. alongside them. Uh,
1: I don't yeah. know. I could Now that's I'm going to I'm going to interrupt you cuz that is a fruit of Lauren Cunningham and I've been around and known about him and he's known about them for 20 plus years and he is an open-handed leader.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. He's a mobilizer. He does seem
2: to be that way. I mean, we haven't been next to him.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: so okay, so that's so uh, he's like one of my heroes, all right? He used to be. I'm going
0: to
1: wax eloquent. Yeah. What we have yeah. seen and
2: heard in Absolute. the many podcasts the fruit, we have
1: listened The fruit, to. The fruit of what yeah. you cannot argue no, with. Yeah. No, people. you can't yeah. listen to him. I mean, it's, it's just incredible. And what I see God doing with fruit, Circuit man. Riders and Fire and Fragrance, yeah. it's like an invigoration of a new it's
0: blood wild. of sort of this is what Wyoming's going to look in the future. Mm-hmm. It's going to look like that. Yeah. And what's terrifying in the most beautiful way is so you got these movements coming up even through YWAM so like if that becomes the new norm it's from glory to glory mm-hmm. so i can only dream what the next wave yeah. is going to look like i mean right. just incredible like i don't know it's an entire generation of like joshuas or something just mm-hmm. like these battle people but i don't know yeah it's super super exciting and, uh, I'm sorry I interrupted you. I had no, it. you're <laughs> good.
2: No, that was all I had. It's just, I, I don't know, like specifically. Yeah. We had some people give some words and, but I, also just with people individually, we experienced so much favor and then even just Crazy favor. all the funds yeah. coming in, just everything. It was just yeah. his faithfulness. We really walked through a season and still, but are really walked through a season of, um, do you really believe what I tell you mm-hmm. about myself? And we really experienced that firsthand, like never before. So.
0: Yeah. So
1: so there may be some folks that listen to this that are on that edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? They're on the edge. They're they're on this side of of walking by faith. hmm Right? They mm-hmm. haven't quite done it. Yeah. Maybe concerned. So what,
0: what would you I mean, what would be your encouragement to, Man. to anybody? Like oh that? my goodness. I'm bursting with encouragement right now. <laughs> yes. okay. no, I'm just thinking it's just I mean Trying to do it. I mean, let me go ahead and just say it with it sounding cheesy first and then work my way into it. Like, if <laughs> that, that People always say life is too short, you know, you can buy the t-shirt. Life is too short and all this stuff. But, like, genuinely, and I've always lived that way. Like, my my father passed away in a car accident when he was 20, and I was a six-month-old baby. And so I've already outlived my father by several years. And so it's just, it's not, like, a sad thing to me. I've always used it as, like, fuel of, like, this thing really is very brief, you know, a flash in the pan, a mist, a vapor. And so what I've really come to learn about in this season is that you can never, ever go wrong by having the desire to obey God radically. So like, even if you didn't get it perfectly right, if you missed the mark or wasn't the right one, God will always honor your radical attempt to obey, no matter what it is. And he's so good and he's so sovereign and so creative that he will make everything work because he sees you as his son, his kid, his daughter, trying to do everything you can to obey him and live radically for him. So he's just way, I like using the word gooder. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, he's way gooder, gooder than you he's think so he gooder. is. Like, he's so good. And so you can't go wrong by just leaping. Just, you got to go for it. It's got to hurt a little bit. I think there's no talent. I think Reinhard Bonnke said one time that he was number nine in line, that God asked eight other people to take on the assignment that Reinhard said he was the first one to say yes to. He said, you weren't even the first. God told him you were the ninth. You were just the one that would say yes. Mm. And so we had somebody say that to us. There's no telling who other families, maybe God was moving this way even in the mm. past. And maybe like you were the ones that were crazy enough. <laughs> I was talking to a guy on the phone. He was like, Scotty, you know that you're just the one crazy enough to do it. And I was like, hey, amen. I hope I get crazier and crazier where I just, yeah. I would really believe God just like a child, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, that I just jump into his arms believing he's going to catch me, you know, every time. Like it's really that simple. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be my encouragement—to be fearless. Life is too short to be anything else. Mm-hmm. That's so. awesome. Well, you guys are a living testimony that God is good. Yeah, God sees Gooder. us. Yes. <laughs> and
1: and you're not Gooder. the first. There's going to be many, many others. Right. You're not the first. Oh yeah. I believe yeah.
0: It. And that. And that was such an that was such an encouragement as a family doing it for all these people, all these young nineteen to twenty five year olds that are single, not married, without kids, that one day probably will. You know, and they can think back, they saw us as a family do this thing. So Mm -hmm. not only when you get married, and people think when you get married, you can't live the same way, or when you have kids, you can't do these wild adventures, Mm -hmm. but that's not true at all. And we just, we were happy to be the ones that just kind of like break through that stereotype and people to be serving in Norway and then look beside them and there's a two-year-old, you know, playing with kids in this refugee camp and there's other kids praying and laying hands and seeing healings happening to people Mm -hmm. and... So we were like super honored to be part right. of the, the couple families that have really broken that ground, even specifically mm-hmm. at Fire and Fragrance, which yeah. is supposed to be for young people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just came in with a full family. <laughs> <And> it <laughs> I just love it. it blessed them radically. I mean, they, they called us out and people give standing ovations. People are these young kids are crying and a lot of them received healing even in how they view the father's heart by watching Chris or me like father our daughters. And some of the girls were just weeping because they asked God, this is true testimony, they asked God to show them the father's heart because they never saw it growing up. And then when oh, they wow. saw me and Chris father our own daughters, it healed their heart during lecture phase. That's gone.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and then it man, wrecked I, me,
0: and I was uh, done for like a day. <laughs> oh, you know. like weeping, just like growing up on the floor. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. God yeah.
1: is always doing so much more than we even Can can't even. think.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's yeah.
1: just, That's it's true. always a two-fur, four-fur, a, four a five-fur. He's like, okay, I'm yeah. going to do this thing, and it's going to be like, <laughs> I'm doing five things or so more. So many layers to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And it's all just... A, 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 a,
0: Reaching everybody's
1: heart yeah. in the unique way that they need yeah. to be reached, God's and that's only—and
0: that's only what we know now. There's no telling what we'll know, you know, in eternity. Yeah, that he'll true. go back and show you all these moments in your life, and you'll see how yeah. much he actually did through it, and yeah. how many people were touched by your story.
1: So you forgot one story. Yes. So let's 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 cover that one.
0: Yeah, Zeph is going to join us for this one. Yep, as he's well playing, as he's with playing
2: his, his goldfish. With his
0: goldfish. So, uh, <laughs> thanks, Zeph. <laughs> during uh, that time when God told Case of the word Kona and it kind of stopped her in her tracks, I was at a coffee shop here in town, and uh, when I saw that T-shirt on that guy that said Kailua Kona on it, it was for a place called Jack's Diving Locker. It's for like a diving school and diving shop. Well. Fast forward, you guys all know the story now When we got to Kona We decided to explore We're on campus, we woke up our first day in Kona Like, let's just explore and walk around a bit We walk out of the gates of YWAM Literally, the gates open, the little thing (laughs) And we get onto the sidewalk And in front of YWAM is Jack's Diving Locker The same logo, the same text That was on the guy's shirt Right here in our little small hometown in North Carolina Just as big as day And I just stopped and stared at it I was like, oh my gosh So... Every little, it's almost like the bookend. You know, it's like the bookend miracle. These yeah. little like fun things. Just that's how God speaks to
2: us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, so we're gonna end I, with Zephaniah. He's gonna take us drum. out.
2: But that doesn't. But that's not the end of it. What? What's so? Next? Then his mom wanted to buy him a shirt to like, ex, like just as like our memory, a shirt from Jack's diving locker for him, and she had it shipped to us. Well, when she called the guy, she called actual Jack's Diving Locker and she started talking to the guy and ended up telling him our whole story. And the guy was like, I live in Fuquay, Verena. What? And he was, she, he said, I work remotely. And he explained to her, uh, Wendy explained to the guy on the phone what he looks like. He was the one sitting in the picture that he she He was the took. one
0: I took a picture of. Oh, snap. <laughs> so we're talking to this guy and he's like, yeah, that was me and my wife that your son took a picture of. That was us.
2: They so work this thing- remotely.
0: <laughs> thing- but they
2: own the one in Hawaii? or Yeah, they work for the one in Hawaii, yeah. but they work remotely from Fuqua. Um, wow.
0: They work for the place in How Tona. How crazy. But were- <laughs> I love that story. Isn't that crazy?
2: That is just fun. Details. That is fun. That's fun. Because, yeah, Jesus is fun.
1: Well, it's been fun having you guys and Zeph and Harvest. Because Jesus is fun. So thanks <laughs> for coming on. Sure, thanks for yeah, having this
0: us. This has been awesome. It was so fun.
1: Hey guys, I want to share my heart with you guys really quick about investing and coming alongside the coats. They didn't ask me to do this, so this is just me wanting to to support what God is doing. Clearly, God has got his hands on the coats, but if you're thinking about investing in them, you're not only investing in them, you are investing in the mobilization of thousands of missionaries through YWAM and Circuit Riders and Fire and Fragrance. Literally thousands. Uh, I'm going to tell you three easy ways to find out how you can come alongside them, either with one-time gift or or to join their team as a monthly supporter. Number one, you can text FIRE to 94253, and there's a link there that you can click uh, that says Support the Coats. Uh, And it goes right there. You can go to thekindlingfire.com slash coats, C-O-A-T-S, and you'll have all the information about how to support them and many links about Um, the Kona Music Ministry, uh, Circuit Riders, Fire and Fragrance, DTS, YWAM, and so you can get an idea of what they're involved in and how powerful and impactful it is. And the third way is if you go to the podcast show notes, uh, if you're in iTunes, and you'll have the links there. So I hope that you join me in coming alongside them and coming alongside what God is doing in this generation. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want any more information about The Kindling Fire, just go to thekindlingfire.com. Uh, there I've written an ebook called You Can Certainly Do It that I'd love to send to you. Uh, or if you want to up your game, I have the 30-Day Fire Starter Challenge. You can hear all about that at the website. Thanks for listening, and be awesome. Hey, if you like the podcast and you want to show us some love, we're on Instagram at Fire. Uh, go follow us there. And I put some cool stuff in the Insta stories and uh, it would be cool to interact with you there. So just a reminder, follow us on Instagram and be awesome.